was selected formerly spiritual destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has firsthand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guests' mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Celestial Spoon. And thank you for taking your time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guest. I hope you are enjoying the holiday season and the um, weather is nice by you. And if you live in snow sections, that you get to ski and enjoy the snow. Now, please remember to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any important information shared by my guests. You can find the link on my website, www.thecelestialspoon.com. Also, please share these shows with your friends so that they can gain value from my guests. I am your turquoise angel guide, an award-winning author and speaker, advocate for mental health, psychic and medium, and a spiritual guide, along with being a wife, mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother. And today is December 6, 2018, and my 16th grandchild was born on November 18th, so I am celebrating him. And also, my second great-grandchild was born in August, and I got to see both of them on Thanksgiving, so I'm excited about that. I share my journey of healing and accomplishment after a suicide attempt in 2014 to inspire others to make themselves come first and listen to their inner voice. I offer spiritual guidance to help you through your struggles. I also do psychic readings and spiritual guidance for every aspect of your life. Please check it out on my website. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. And before I introduce my guest, I would like to share that everyone that's been following me knows that I struggle um, with mental illnesses and depression. And one of my um, forms of depression is from seasonal affective disorder, which is when the seasons change and there's a lot of darkness. So you don't have too much sunlight to brighten your day and it causes you to feel down and you need to learn how to find the tools to help yourself feel better and avoid this. But my tools were not put in place in time, so I am waiting to see my psychiatrist so I can have my medications adjusted. And I'm practicing all of my other self-help techniques to overcome and feel better. And one of the ways I'm doing this is enjoying the holiday season, listening to my music of all the wonderful Christmas songs. And this Sunday, I'm going to have a couple of my kids and grandchildren come. I'm going to make Christmas cookies. So make sure that if you struggle from anything like this, that you do reach out and find the support you need. And if it's medication, take medication. And listen to some more of my interviews, because a lot of my guests have great tips on helping you overcome the negativity. So I am thrilled today to be interviewing Cecilia Carvgaard, whose passion is to inspire people not to be just be fantastic, but to feel that they are fantastic. 
She teaches people the importance of their thoughts and motivates her audience to create new thoughts that will give them better and more successful results. She is a living example that you can do whatever you want to, despite outer circumstances. Her favorite words are fantastic, awesome, amazing, and fabulous. And again, pay attention to Cecilia's tips because they would also be helping you along with any kind of seasonal affective disorders and diseases that you may have. So I'm looking forward to learning more how Cecilia inspires us to be and feel fantastic. So hi, Cecilia. It's great to have you. Welcome. Thank you very, very, very much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun. Yes, it is. And you let me know before we started that you would like to have a card reading. So right before we get into the conversation, I, I like to do it before you share anything. So um, you recognize that I'm not feeding off of what you told me. So okay. I, am, I am working with the Wisdom of Avalon Oracle Cards by Colette Baron-Reed. And the card I pulled was the hawk. And what it says underneath that is omens and messages. The card number is 11, which to me made me think about two. So I feel like some of the things that you do are in twos. And for some reason, that number has a lot of importance to you. So I'll ask you about that in a minute. But the card itself is brown. And the hawk is flying through clouds. And they're bright white. So it's showing that... The hawk is part of your nature practice, and the white is you're getting down to basics and learning about yourself in order to be able to help others. Now, it's interesting because if I turn the card, the way that the wings are spread out, do form a letter C, which is the starting of your name. So this is a confirmation that this card was pulled for you. And yeah. then, then I'm also, the tail is a, a definite triangle. So I feel like there is a triangle of things going on with you besides the twos that you have a couple modalities that you tie in together to make that triangle. And although you focus on the positive, you just like me still have your setbacks and ripples in life. So it's a message to say, be yourself and keep the basics and make sure that you all those basics bring you strength so you can soar through the world. And then I was also guided to se select a couple, a, a second card, which is interesting because I said in twos, and most of the time I only do one card. So this one is the number 18, and it's the cat. Independence, healthy boundaries. And that's definitely you. And we have the cat is the focal point, and then there's vines all around the cat. And I'm feeling like this cat is being held back within the vines and kind of almost intertwined with them. So it's like something is yelling to let it out and move forward. So although you've done a lot of work on yourself, I feel there's something still holding you back or something that you haven't recognized yet. So with that one, um, just keep in mind that there may be more stuff coming to the surface. But how do you recognize the number two and the, rec the recognition of the hawk? Uh, <clears throat> well, uh the number doesn't say anything to me right now, but the hawk, uh, that's, uh, I love hawks. Uh, ah. I'm, I'm 
time I see them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I well, I, I like birds overall, but hawk is one of my favorites. That's actually. amazing. Yeah. That's, so that's why this card came out. That really is amazing. And yeah. what about the triangular ideal idea? Because that's very, um, it's really drawing my attention to that. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not actually sure because um, uh, I moved to Spain from Sweden uh, last year. So there are pretty much things that are not, I'm not finished with yet. I mean, I've only mm. lived here for a half. So it's a lot of things that you have to. Yeah, well, start from the beginning, you know. <laughs> mm. Again, but, but right, back to the basics. I, yeah, but I feel that what I am working with, I, it's the our house. We recently moved to a new house here. Okay. Uh, and uh, so nothing is really done here. I mean, in, I'm decorating and things like that. And uh, then my work has two sides. One of them is my Swedish part of my work and the other part is uh, my international uh, uh, business ah okay so, so that parts <laughs> so it's um the hawk is the representation of what you said is one of your favorite birds and all that white is the basics that you went down to to create this move and you're you're still creating from the ground up so that's a, a perfect yeah. recognition of the whole thing okay that's great so um with that is the hawk you a totem animal by any chance i don't know okay how, how you <laughs> would find out you would meditate on that and you would ask for your totem adam animal and spirit guide to come through and if that is the hawk then that's what it would be otherwise another animal would come through or maybe a couple so that oh. could be why you like the hawk the best so yeah. that, makes, that makes a lot of sense yeah i will meditate on that thank you for the advice you're welcome definitely so um, I would like you, Cecilia, to elaborate. You were saying that you have the Swedish part of the business and the international part of the business. Can you elaborate on the two different things? Um, yeah, well, uh, when I lived in Sweden, uh, I worked as a speaker uh, in Swedish, of course. Uh, and when I moved here to Spain, uh, I thought, well, now my speaking career is over. Uh, no one wants to listen to me in Spain speaking in Swedish. Mm. <laughs> but then now in May, I, I was in Sweden and I had uh, three uh, speaking engagements and then I realized how much I missed it. And then I got the idea, well, I can speak English, uh, so why not go out and have the whole world at my, at my stage? Yes. So uh, I decided uh, this summer that I was going to start to speak in English and be a, be a, a global uh, speaker instead. And that is wonderful. I'm glad you recognized that because I, I, I felt like a pause with you that you, you felt like you were stuck and you had to only do the Swedish speaking. And I yeah. think that I think that's part of you getting back to basics, recognizing that while well, you can speak English and that's the, the worldwide common language. So um, I'm glad that you recognize that and you're able to share your story because it's a very powerful story. And I would like you to share a little bit of this, Cecilia, so that people know, just like me, where you've come from and how far you have advanced. So why don't we start with how you tie spirituality into your work? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not sure what I, 
my answer should be. But but spirituality for me is it's a wide word, uh, word and you can define it in in many different ways. Uh, but I work a lot with meditation and uh, getting in contact with your higher self. Uh, that's very important for me. Uh-huh. Uh, something I, I do with my clients also. Uh, so, and and that's uh, spirituality for me actually. Uh, uh-huh. A lot. And I mean, searching for guidance for from your higher self, or you can call it God or Jesus or universe or archangels or uh, Whatever, I, I mm. think it's it's like an energy, uh, and it mm. doesn't matter call it. I love the way I love the way you term that. It's an energy because yeah. the more the more that I speak with everybody on my interviews and in person, it all comes down to the the basis of energy and exchanging the energy. So. Um, that to me is definitely an explanation of spirituality because I also would term it in all of those ways. So um, would you like to explain a little bit first of where you've come from or do you want to share first how you help people? Uh, you mean my, my background? What, Your back- what I have? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll start there. Uh, okay. I've had uh, some challenges in my life. Uh, I've grown up with an alcoholic father. Uh, I've been abused both uh, physically and uh, mentally. Uh, I've been uh, threatened to life. Uh, I got widowed when I was 25. Uh, I've been uh, subjected to mental torture. Uh, uh, there have been very many deaths in my family. Uh, I've been stalked. Uh, I've had uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome at least twice in my life. Uh, and I've been burned out twice. And uh, I've been raped a couple of times. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I think that, well, there are maybe other things too. But So it's been pretty hard. My 35 first years of my life. Uh, But I managed uh, not to put the lid on because um, I have actually worked my way through all that. So it's not that that I'm carrying a a very heavy bag that uh, will burst any minute. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, and I feel that um, no bitterness or uh, anger or sorrow or anything. I'm just very grateful uh, and happy actually for everything I've been through because it has made me to the person I am today. And today, you know, I mm. feel fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I, all those things, all those traumas uh, has uh, helped me to grow as uh, a person. Uh, and I have learned a lot about uh, human behavior uh, mm-hmm. and how, how we work mentally and how people, uh, why people act like they do to each other and, uh, yeah. So I am actually very grateful for everything uh, that has happened to me. And I've studied behavior science, uh, and I'm so also a uh, uh, um, consult in stress uh, handling. Uh, and that combined uh, with my uh, experiences in life gives me a, a very, very good uh, insight. And, uh, Great knowledge. And so, that. Yeah, a lot uh, to learn. And I, and I have a big understanding for, for human beings. 
And I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that, but I agree 100% what you said that we've been put here and we've been given all of these situations because we needed to learn to go through them to be able to support the people in the world and know what they're talking about. So I'm so happy that you did come through it and that you were able to recognize how to make changes. So I know that some of the things that you um, help people with are related the same thing as me, but the biggest one is the positive thinking and changing negative thought patterns. So Cecilia, can you elaborate on some of this, on some of the positive thinking um, phrases that you might give people and some of the negative thoughts change to positive thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, one thing that's uh, very important uh, is uh, to uh, make a decision. I think it starts there, to make the decision that you want uh, changes. Mm. Because when you make a decision, uh, it, it lays so much energy in, in that. When you make a decision, it's like something starts to happen. The energy just starts to bubble in your body. Mm -hmm. And uh, so and it, you, it makes you feel stronger when you make the decision that it, now it's enough. It's enough. I, I want to change this. So that's yes. the first step. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, it, it's not so easy to say that a positive thought is this or this is a positive thought because it's uh, individual. And um, a positive thought is a thought that creates a positive feeling inside of you. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's a positive thought for me may not be a positive thought for you. Okay. Uh, I, can, I can take an example. Um, uh, I'm very, very afraid of snakes. Me too. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. And uh, we say that uh, Mary, she, is, she loves snakes. Uh, so when I think of snakes, I get afraid. But when Mary thinks of snakes, she gets happy. Mm -hmm. Do you understand the difference? Yes, yes. So that's why, because often people um, ask me, oh, I think like this and this. Is, is it positive thinking? Well, I can't tell what kind of feelings does the uh, thoughts create inside of you. Okay. That's the, the most important, yeah. I mean, if you say, oh, I got a million, on, million dollars on my bank account, uh, and you only have uh, $100, uh, then that thought might uh, create negative thoughts and you feel worry and anxiety about that you don't have money. So mm -hmm. thought, I have a million dollars, may not be so positive because it creates negative feelings. I never thought of it that way. So an example for my positive thinking right now is feeling depressed because of the season is I am not going to allow this depression to affect me and I am going to enjoy my days. Okay. Uh, uh, you should not use the word not. Okay. Because uh, the brain uh, uh, can't... Uh, uh, recognize the word not because the brain thinks in pictures and there are no pictures for not. Ah, thank you. So if I say, uh, well, you often say to the kids, uh, like, uh, don't drop the glass. Mm -hmm. And how does that look in a picture to not drop a glass? It looks like you're dropping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so the brain cuts out the knot and then 
gives you the rest. Drop the glass. Right. Or this is going to make me depressed. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That is very powerful. Thank you. Yeah, well, I think uh, that's where many uh, get lost uh, when it comes to positive thinking. They see all these uh, positive affirmations and they use them and uh, they don't uh, realize that many of them creates negative feelings. Uh, so if you, like you, for instance, that uh, have... Uh, some depression, uh, you should be really careful with, with your thoughts and only use thoughts that gives you positive feelings, not thoughts that give you negative feelings because that can uh, make your depression worse. Mm, I understand even that. If words, yes. Even if the words looks positive. Right. So feelings you shall be uh, aware of. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Is, like I said, that is definitely powerful, and I hope that everybody recognizes that and um, remembers to only use the positive words. And yeah. I, I just learned a whole lot. <laughs> I can give you some examples that you can use instead. Okay. Uh, for instance, you can say, I love the thought uh, of uh, having a lot of money. Mm. Uh, I love the thought of being uh, happy and joyful. Mm. I love the thought of being healthy. I love the thought of uh, being loved. I love the thought of being rich. Mm. Because that, that's not lies. So uh, they feel much better. It feels much better to say like that. I love it. That is really beautiful. Wow. <laughs> so let's everybody just take a moment and breathe that in and, and recognize that because I have been saying it a little bit differently and, and I take this into a, a big thought of changing how I said things. Um, so please take that to heart. That is wonderful. Now, um, you also talk about relationships. Is that correct? Yeah, that's okay. correct. Okay, so how do you people help people with relationships? Uh, actually, uh, when I'm, I'm a bit surprised because it's almost maybe 97% of all my uh, coaching clients uh, are men. Huh. Yeah, uh, I thought it was going to be women, but uh, it's men mainly that come to me uh, to get help with their marriage or, yeah, with their that's, relationships. That's very surprising. Yeah, it is. Sometimes I, I get couples, and, and that uh, I like very much, much more than just have one part. Uh, so it's better to have a, a couple come instead mm -hmm. uh, so often uh, well the the biggest uh, the biggest fault I see is that people uh, in, uh, that couples doesn't uh, communicate uh, mm. in a way that allows them to hear what the other part is saying yes and yeah. uh, Another big thing is that uh, often people only, um, they assume that they know what their partner think and feel. Yes. They don't ask straight out, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? They just assume and then they react from that. And uh, in the 99 .99 .99 <laughs> Times they are wrong. Okay. So I've seen many relationships that are in a bad condition just because there are bad communication and uh, misunderstandings. And that 
actually has happened to me in the last couple of weeks, myself and my husband, because I would start telling him something and he would just assume what I was going to finish saying and go about doing what he was asking me. And he would do it totally different than what I wanted to tell him. And, <laughs> and he made me cry. <clears throat> Excuse me. He made me cry because he got me so frustrated that he wasn't listening to what I was saying. And we did learn that, you know, we have to let each other know that if that is a problem, to speak up when it happens and not bottle it up. So um, that is something very big I've learned is um, the communication and the relationship. So what, yeah. kind of, what kind of things would you tell these men exactly in changing their communication? Uh, that uh, it's very important uh, uh, to ask uh, questions, to, to ask uh, uh, how do you want me uh, to show that I love you, for instance, that, because that's a very big uh, issue. Uh, women uh, feel that they uh, aren't loved and they aren't respected and things like that. And then you talk with a man and he say, oh, I show my love all the time and I show her respect and so on. And she says, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, and the man... Well, I have a, a, a very good example. A woman, she asked her husband, oh, but you never say you love me. You never show me your love and so on. And he was so angry and he said, oh, I show you love all the time. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. Yesterday, I changed uh, uh, tires on your car to winter, what do you call it? Winter tires, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and I changed the tires because I, I want you to drive safely now when uh, it's icy out on the roads and I don't want you to be in a car crash. And that's a way for me to show you love. And, and she was just stunned because for her, that was not showing love. Right. But for him, it was. Right. Uh, so that's a very, I mean, she said, show me love. It's like saying, give me a tool. And he comes with a screwdriver and she needed a hammer. Right. Yeah. That's very interesting because to me, I would think it's a responsibility of the partnership. I wouldn't have looked at it as, oh, this is, I'm doing it out of love. So that is very interesting. Yeah, and uh, there are differences between men and women. We can't count that away. It, it, it just is like that. So it's very important to, to speak and be open and say, well, I feel that you love me when you do this and this and this, or when you say that and that, uh, instead of just counting on that your partner should be able to know what you are thinking. Or wanting. <clears throat> they are we are not mind readers. We and I've learned myself that it also depends how we were raised because I wasn't shown the love the way that I learned from my stepdaughters that there's more to love than just feelings. It's being hugged and being told that you're loved. And I actually had to learn that. Excuse me. I had to learn that as an adult. So I I recognize that um, through therapy myself that I have to say exactly what you just said. I feel loved when and I would love for you to hug me more often or something like that. And I'm sure there is a lot of people out there just like me that you didn't grow up learning to do those things and maybe the your spouse is wanting to have more of that from you but you don't know how to give it 
And that's another case with me where my husband within the last few years said to me, but you don't walk up to me and hug me. I'm always walking up to you to hug you. So now it's mutual. So um, it is a very important lesson that we shouldn't keep that bottled up either because once we communicate it, then the opposite sex or, you know, your, your partner will recognize how to treat you differently. So thank you for that explanation too, Cecilia. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's important to, to talk and to do things together and, and be open to yes. each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. Being open, definitely, yes. So Cecilia, what have been your greatest rewards in life? Well, um, <laughs> well, I think that my uh, biggest challenge is, you know, all the bad stuff that uh, I've been through in my life. Uh, also has been a big reward for me because that's made me who I am today. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know, actually. Well, in business, I can say I, uh, uh, I've i been coaching uh, uh, the former uh, uh, minister of uh, integration in Sweden. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've been his uh, stress coach. Okay. Yeah, so that was that felt really big for me uh, to have that to have done that. Uh, I mean, he he works next to the Swedish Prime Minister. Ah. <laughs> Prime Minister. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, felt like a big reward actually, and uh, right, well. Right. I've been in uh, national television, the, the biggest uh, Swedish morning show uh, as an expert. And, uh, well, things like that. An expert in the big newspapers in Sweden uh, and radio. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's it good. is. <laughs> it is, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I've published eight books in Swedish. I was just going to ask you about that too. So, yeah. do you I have? Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's eight books, one paperback and and seven uh, uh, e-books. Yeah. Okay. And do you have any intentions of translating them? Yeah, uh, I have actually. Uh, uh, I have uh, been uh, uh, I've been in contact with a, a man who's going to help me to translate to English, and so right now I'm uh, rewriting one of the books to fit an international uh, um, audience instead of just the Swedes. <laughs> Okay, so please let me know when you have each of them ready and I will share them out for you. Oh, wonderful. Yes, thank you yes. very much. You're welcome, definitely. And how do you hope that um, your books will inspire people? Well, I hope uh, they will get inspired to make uh, some changes in, in their lives uh, so they can change their life in a positive direction and I also hope that I will um, give them inspiration to feel that it is actually possible for everyone to do changes and be happy and feel fantastic mm. and just yeah. Thinking those words make you feel that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. They do. Um, yes, so please let me know. And like I said, I will share them out. And 
I want to read one of the testimonials that you gave me because I feel it's very powerful. Cecilia mm -hmm. is the one and only coach for you. There is some kind of charm in her personality that would change your life. She is very thoughtful, sympathetic, genuine, and engaged. She has a deep, sincere interest in helping others achieve their goals. I have had courses in private coaching with her, and that was probably the best thing I have ever done in my life. I definitely and strongly recommend Cecilia for you. Thank you, Cecilia, for changing my life, inspiring me, and helping me reach my highest potentials. Many blessings, Anis Adlibi, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Sorry if I messed that up. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I love to read testimonials so that people recognize that um, the changes that you can help others in. But um, I'm watching our time here a little bit. I would like to know if you actually coach people through some of the things that you've been through. Um, for example, post-traumatic stress. Do you have specific things that you work with each individual on post-traumatic stress? Um, uh, no, my, uh, my advice is that if you, for instance, have post-traumatic stress that you, to begin with, you have to go to, to a doctor and, uh, and see a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. uh, and very often in the beginning, you need medication for anxiety and, uh, and depression uh, because uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome is, is very severe. Yes. And you need often medical help in the beginning. Uh, but then after that, I can come in uh, and help when you are starting to when it starts to when you reach that level that it's time to climb up again and uh, come back to life if you say so mm -hmm. yes <clears throat> excuse me again <clears throat> that is very powerful that people have to recognize that although <clears throat> we can help you on a spiritual and supportive level that you still should reach out for medical advice and work with them very closely until you feel like you're at a point of feeling better and can also integrate what we all teach. So I would like to ask a couple other um, situations that you've been through because I know about mental torture myself and what would you suggest to somebody that's actually going through that right now? Um, I wish when I was there uh, that someone had told me to go to the police. I didn't, uh, but I should have done. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's kind of hard because it it, uh, it depends on uh, uh, what it uh, looks like and how bad it is and, and, and what actually is going on. Uh, because mental torture can be so many things. So let's say that somebody is constantly putting you down and say that you can't amount to anything, you're worthless, and stuff like that. <clears throat> How can you respond to that? Well, uh, if you uh, are in a relationship, for instance, and uh, living with a partner who treats you like that, uh, I think uh, that uh, it's maybe time to uh, see if it's should you really live with this person? Maybe it's time to move. Okay. To break loose, or uh, is it uh, still uh, maybe possible to uh, make things better? Uh, does your partner maybe need uh, uh, therapy? 
and so on, because uh, in severe cases, a person that uh, make uh, things like that maybe have psychological problems and, and need help, actually. I never would have. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, maybe it's time for, uh, in a, if it's in a relationship, maybe you should go to a relationship counseling and so on. For, the, for me, it was about uh, uh, when, when I was uh, 25, I, I, uh, my fiancé died. Mm. And he was 23. And his uh, family couldn't handle uh, the sorrow. So they accused me for uh, murder. Uh, and they accused me for stealing uh, all uh, our furniture and things like that. Uh, and then for three years, uh, they were uh, calling uh, in the middle of the night uh, whenever in daytime, night, in the night, in the evening, and they came with death threats and uh, yeah. things like that. So uh, after three years, uh, I cracked uh, and went to, well, almost with the ambulance to the psychiatric clinic because I couldn't take it anymore. And they called and said that, oh, if you go out, we will be waiting uh, in the dark uh, with a knife and this is what we will do with your face and, well, oh things God. like that. That yeah. is horrible. Again, I'm sorry yeah, that you went through all of that. Yeah, after a while, I was so down, or what you should say. So I, I when I heard a phone ringing uh, I got such an uh, panic anxiety so I had to I, I ran and hid um, in a corner where no one could see me and then I had to take some uh, pills uh, for my nerves because I was hysterical when I heard the phone ringing oh, that is uh, horrible I am sorry Huh. Yeah, I didn't uh, go to the funeral of my fiancé. Uh, I'd never been to his uh, grave because I was afraid that I would meet his um, his parents and siblings there. And were you able to reach out to the police or anything about this? No, I... I mean, now afterwards, I think it was crazy not to call the police. Okay. But when, during the, the three years when they were doing all this, I was, I didn't want to make things worse for them. I mm -hmm. felt sorry for them that they couldn't handle their sorrow so that they had to, well, burst it out on me. And I didn't want to phone the police and make it worse for them so i was well kind of nice to them mm. <laughs> in a strange way <laughs> yes that that's terrible and you know yeah. what what we want in the world is peace and happiness and when yeah. people act like that how do you find the peace in it? And how do you have them recognize that life has to go on and find happiness? Well, I, I felt just worthless as a human being. Uh, so I, I was just sucking in everything they said. And I, I almost agreed with them that I was a waste of space and I was no use to anyone or anything. Uh, they broke me totally. Yes, um, and I know that feeling because I've been there too, and it's a horrible feeling. But my recommendation, if anybody gets to that point, to definitely um, call 911, call a friend, and say, Please take me to the hospital. 
the first yeah. time it happened to me, I I drove, <coughs> excuse me, I drove to my mother's house and I said, Mommy, you need to take me to the hospital because I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah, yeah. This, the second time I said to my husband, Tony, I I'm afraid that you won't be around and I'll do something. So again, in the hospital. But the third time I actually took pills because my husband and I were fighting and there was nobody for me to reach out to. And he called 911 and he had me taken by the police to the hospital. So my suggestion is whichever way works for you, is to reach out for that support, get into the hospital. For me, being in the hospital like was like I was on vacation. And I was there to take care of myself and enjoy myself. The last time after my attempt was right when Robin Williams actually killed himself. And I heard it while I was building a jigsaw puzzle in the lobby. And I said to the other patients, I said, oh, my God, he belonged in here with us so he could get better. And that's that's what it's all about is reaching out for the support and helping yourself get better to the point yeah. that Cecilia and I have gotten to that. You, you recognize that I don't have to feel like this anymore. So again, Cecilia, I'm very happy that you, you did end up getting the help and you've learned the tools and you help everybody in different ways that are supportive and, and help them change their lives. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, yeah, well, that was actually what, what I did after three years. Uh, I phoned a friend, uh, but he was uh 150 kilometers from me uh, and i told him that I, i'm gonna end my life now because i can't stand this any longer uh, yeah. but he said to me you have to you have to go to the hospital you have to go to the hospital now uh, and i won't forgive you if you do anything other else just go to the hospital and i did that um thanks to him so i reached out to a friend Okay. Um, it's very important to uh, reach out to a friend or someone you feel safe with or the police or the hospital or anything because we everyone deserves to be happy. No one should mm. feel that the that, that you yes. want to keep yourself. Yes. Joy yeah. to the world. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I feel it's very important that we get to share our authentic authenticity because people see that we're real. We're not making up stories and that we've gone through this. So we we know the ins and outs of everything and we are the inspiration for you to overcome a lot because you know myself i have my podcast i have my book i've i've been in 16 books so far and i am doing so many good things because of what i've been through and knowing that everybody deserves to be happy and be supported so <clears throat> make sure you reach out and you let somebody know if you are going through anything that can cause problems with yourself and other people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so yeah, and, go ahead. Yeah, and everybody, you said everyone deserves to to be happy. Yes, I agree. And everybody has the the capacity to be happy. Mm, That's. Yeah, I think it's important to say that it's not for only a few people. Everyone has the ability uh, to be happy. You just have to find the right tools for it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's um, my big message is you do not have to be alone and there is a support system for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cecilia, um, do you have an offer to share with my listeners? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. If your uh, listeners want to uh, be coached by me, uh, I, they will get 50% discount now for my coaching. That's a wonderful offer. Thank you so much. And yeah. Um, do you with, want me to say how much yes. it costs? Yeah. Um, yes, please. So there are two options, uh, 30 minutes coaching, and that's uh, uh, $50. Uh, usually it's $100. Uh, and for 60 minutes, you pay $90 now, and it's usually $180 for 60 that is a generous offer. Thank you. And please share your email address and your website so that they can learn more about you, Cecilia. Yeah, uh, just send me an email and uh, uh, say that you uh, have listened to this interview. Uh, and then you will get a discount of 50%. And uh, the email is Cecilia, C-E-C-I-L-I-A dot no. At. <laughs> yes. Cecilia at klokegard.se. K-L-O-K-E-G-A-R-D dot S-E. Correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my website is uh, ceciliacarvegard.com. Very easy. Okay. And I find my contact. Yeah. I just want to clarify because what I have is two C's that start your name, Cecilia, on your website. And that actually did give me the connection. So is that supposed to be only one C? In in uh, in my first name. Right. The website that I have had two C's and it connected me. Well, I'll, I'll read it both ways. I'll read it both ways for them. So um, is there anything else that um, you wanted to share? And then what is the most important thing that you want our listeners to know and take away from the conversation? Um that uh, the most important thing uh, when you think positive is to be uh, aware of your feelings. If a thought creates a positive feeling inside you, then it's a positive thought. Mm. Yeah. And just like you mentioned before, don't use the word not and no. use those positive words and and um, your examples were really good for me because I did picture exactly what you were saying like don't drop the glass and automatically you see the, the glass dropping so that really I think that is part of um, the, the bigger part of the message that I've taken from you as positive thoughts have to be created in a positive way yeah <laughs> exactly so thank you again cecilia this was really wonderful and that takeaway is going to be very powerful for me i know and i hope hope that it is as powerful for my my listeners and my audience I did enjoy speaking with you, and I would love to speak with you again in about six months and share your message again with my listeners. Well, thank you very much. It has been a pleasure, and uh, it was really nice to meet your listeners. Yes, and... And you, of course. <laughs>
Of course, yes, I enjoyed speaking with you. So everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that Cecilia had to share. And please take note of all of the, the positive things that if you're experiencing anything, especially now with the, the season shifting and everything going on in the world, know there's a support system out there and that we're here to help you. There are so many people out there that can help you and, and be supportive. And please remember to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any important information shared by any of my guests. And please share these shows with your friends so they can gain value from my guests. If you would like me to speak at your event, please contact me at Catherine at CatherineMLab.com. And that's C-A, excuse me, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-M-L-A-U-B.com. And my website is The Celestial Spoon, www.T-H-E-C-E-L-E-S-T-I-A-L-S-P-O-N. OON.com, and you can download a free report on overcoming stress along with purchasing a psychic reading or mentoring by me. If you email me and mention that you heard my podcast, you will receive a 10% discount on any of my services or programs. And we can talk on the phone through Skype, email, or if you're local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person. And again, you can find Cecilia at http colon slash slash c e c i l i a k a r v e g a r d dot com and her email address if you would like to take advantage of her offer is c e c i l i a at k l o k e G-A-R-D dot S-E. This is Catherine Laub. Have a wonderfully blessed day.